This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast, where CEOs, C-suite executives, and senior leaders share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best leaders know how to share their ideas concisely and quickly. Let's jump right in. Question number one. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. I'm Anna Barber. I'm currently the Managing Director of Techstars LA, which is a mentorship-driven accelerator program that's part of the global Techstars network. And I'm also a partner in a micro VC fund called The Fund LA. And I've had a long career that spans corporate law, management consulting. I've been a startup executive, a head of product, and a founder of two different startups myself twice. Well, I'm going to give you a little bit of a compliment here. You look far too young, Miss Anna, to have all of that, that background and expertise, but I'm going to trust well, you thanks. when you tell me that. So I'm very excited to hear what you have to say. I appreciate uh, that, Stacey. Thanks. Question two for you. What's the best thing about leading people from your perspective? So the way I lead people is a bit different. While I used to be an operator that had a team, my way of leading right now is more as a coach and a mentor and an advisor to the companies that I invest in and that come through um, my accelerator program. So my favorite part of, of that role is really helping people to be the biggest version of themselves and to sort of discover their own superpowers. Um, and particularly within the context of entrepreneurship, um, to do that, to help leaders get out of their own way you know, you know, often um, it's, it's our own blind spots that help us from making progress in our companies and sort of that stop our companies from, um, you know, from making progress. Jerry Colonna, who's a great coach and a mentor to me, um, you know, he has this question that I love, which is, how am I being complicit in creating the conditions that I say I don't want? And so... Wow. What I love that question and what I, I try to kind of surface that question for people and get them to see how they're getting in their own way. And it's incredibly rewarding when I can help people just shift how they see themselves um, and how they think about leadership um, in order to make some of that change happen. Well, and two questions. You already gave me my soundbite, Anna. That's amazing. How am I being <laughs> complicit in creating the things I don't want, right? Yeah, great question. Oh, that's amazing. Well, and it's interesting because it kind of leads me nicely to question number three, which is I often hear from other leaders that business would be great if it weren't for that pesky people part. I'm curious, you know, as you think about, you know, ownership and taking responsibility for your part in situations, I'm curious what you think about that. I think that that's absolutely right. You know, there's a, there's a statistic that comes from Founder Central, uh, some research that was done that says 65% of small companies fail because of people issues. So they fail because of team issues. It's not because the market wasn't good or the idea wasn't good. It's because something happened on the team, either some kind of schism or, you know, inability to communicate well. Um, so I think, I think, you know, when we think about how we want things in our own mind, um, if only other people would do what we wanted them to do, everything would be perfect. But the problem is that we all think that as, and we have different ideas. And so we need to come together, you know, and that's where communication really comes into play. And, and it's absolutely so essential. You know, leading a company is leading people. A company is nothing more than a collection of people after all. So I think the sooner that you can wrap your head around, around that idea and that the only way to be successful is by um, meeting other people halfway, I think, I think that's really the key. I love it. So you're saying embrace it versus resist it. <laughs> exactly. That's right. What other successful business leaders like yourself should be on the podcast? And I'm thinking about this through the perspective of, you know, who's really influential in the marketplace that has a really great voice out there right now that you think is an inspiring one that we should be paying attention to? 
So in terms of the marketplace, I would say um, there's a there's a there's an investor I love called Sri Mahesh, who's a partner at Sphere Ventures. Um, and she used to run product at eBay, so she's got a kind of deep operational background. Um, she's made a really nice transition um, into leading other companies, um, you know, as an investor. Um, so that's one who comes to mind. And then, you know, a lot of the people in my universe uh, that I work closely with are actually leaders at smaller companies um, and have been entrepreneurs. And I think one outstanding small company leader is Michael Barlow, who's the CEO of a company called Furnish. And he's leading his company through um, kind of, a, a, you know, difficult times. And he's just shown amazing, amazing leadership as a CEO. And I mean, gosh, so many other ones. Another one who comes to mind is a woman named Kate Edwards, who's at Amazon now and has also been an operator in her own mind, in her own right. Um, and she, I think she'd be great to talk to. So I, I think, you know, rather than leaders, talk to some people who are really in, in the trenches could be really interesting for this. Love that. That's exactly what this is intended to be is the folks that are out there doing it, getting kind of bloodied and scarred on the battlefield, right? And bringing their expertise back to us so that we can be learning from that. So I love those suggestions. What piece of advice about communication would you give to other leaders? Communication is really 90% listening. So the key to communication, right, isn't telling, it's asking and it's creating great questions. And I think that's really hard for, for leaders to wrap their heads around. If you approach leadership by thinking that your job is to kind of give the orders and tell people, you know, the direction that they need to go in, um, you know, that can work in the really early stages, but when you're really trying to empower people, it's much better if you flip that on its head and you become the person that asks the great question and lets your team kind of discover the answer for themselves. So I, I sometimes ask myself um, in a meeting, how much was I talking in that meeting versus listening? And I want the percentage to be kind of like 10, 90. I wanna be talking for only 10% of the time and, you know, listening for 90. So you're saying after all these years, you do self, you still do self-reflection at the end of a meeting to evaluate, you know, stuff like that? Wow. Not only that, I'll come out of a meeting and I'll, I'll ask someone else for feedback, which sometimes blows people's minds because they're going, well, you're asking me how you did in the meeting. And I'm like, yeah, I want some feedback. You know, how did I come across in that meeting? Did you think I was overbearing? Did I run the meeting well? Give me some feedback. I think if you develop a muscle around asking for feedback, um, first of all, it, it's a great modeling tool for your team to see you doing that and to see you asking for that feedback because it allows them to do the same thing and it sends the message that it's okay to be a work in progress and not have it all figured out. But I get some really valuable stuff for that, particularly if I ask someone who works for me to give me feedback. That's um, really empowering because it shows them that I'm willing to grow. Um, as well. You know, there's a, there's a quote that I love from, from Maya Angelou, which is people will forget what you said and forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel, you know, mm -hmm. and I think if you can kind of bring that idea into all of your leadership, that's just going to make you a better, stronger leader. I love it. Yeah. Tell us about your favorite boss or teacher. Who's really influenced you as you think about, you know, how people make, how you make people feel, who made you feel uh, strong or powerful or, you know, saw your potential. You know, I, I had a fourth grade teacher who's just really stuck with me. I know that's a long time ago to call, call back to my fourth grade teacher, but her name was Mrs. Leaf. And, um, you know, she sent a note home to my parents one day saying that she wished that I would misbehave a little bit. 
you know, and I was really flummoxed by that. I just couldn't figure it out. You know, I was the kid who was getting the speedies and always doing everything right and always following directions. And the, what she was trying to get me to realize was that coloring outside the lines and taking risks and, um, you know, being creative and not looking for an interesting answer as opposed to the right answer might be, um, you know, might be something that I should explore. And she just really turned something on for me and kind of helped me to um, expand the way I saw myself and, and get me out of thinking that it was just not about getting, getting the right answer, but about you know, using a question as a point of exploration, you know, so I kind of draw that feedback from Mrs. Leaf all the way forward to my career and, you know, thinking of myself as an entrepreneur. All right, well, let's get a little shout out for Mrs. Leaf. <laughs> I mean, I think that early educators can have such a huge impact on us, you know, and it's uh, so shout out to all the teachers out there um, yes. that, are, that are helping form the future leaders, um, you know, of tomorrow. I love it. Exactly. I've got two young boys at home and I, I watch the way that they change based on different assignments or different teachers that they have. And so I, I totally am with you. I, I see it every day firsthand. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. How could people find you if they would want to reach out and learn more or understand more about your business? I'm on Twitter at Anna W. Barber. So Twitter is probably the best place to connect with me on a personal level. And to learn more about Techstars, it's techstars.com. And then my fund is thefund.bc. All right. Well, I'm sure people will go and, and check you out. And in the meantime, um, this is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast. For more ideas and insights, please do go check us out at www.concilioteam.com. We look forward to seeing you again next time. Take care.